It's October of 2009, and I am a happily married 29-year-old mother of a beautiful toddler with my second child on the way. I've just been down in southeast Alaska on a business trip where I've experienced the worst flight of my life. I was on the milk run, and uh, it was one of those short flights, like 12 minutes long, and the turbulence was so bad, I threw up seven times. I wasn't the only person puking on the plane. Every, it was awful. Everyone was puking. When I landed in Anchorage, I did what everyone who experiences something awful does, and I called my mom. And I whined, and I complained to her, and uh, she comforted me and um, told me how proud of me she was. And then she quickly turned the subject to her most favorite thing to talk about, which was her grandchildren, my babies. And she told me how excited she was to see me the next month when we would be visiting her for Thanksgiving. And we had a great conversation like we did every day. And I ended the call happy and, and not so upset about that flight. The next morning started like any other day. And at 4 o'clock in the morning, the toddler crawled into bed with her dad and I. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, I got my husband up and out the door to his job with his coffee and lunch. It's about 10 o'clock that morning when all of the details become so very clear to me. My father-in-law comes in my office and he closes the door behind him. He looks at me and looks down at his hands and then looks back at me and says, Amy, I don't know how to say this to you, so I'm just gonna say it. Your mom died. I look at him and I say, what? And he repeats himself. And I say, do you mean your mom? Because your mom is in her 80s, and your mom has had multiple cancers, and your mom has Lyme disease. But my mom is only 60, and my mom is fine. She's in perfect health, and I just saw her last month, and I just talked to her on the phone yesterday. You don't mean my mom. And he says, Amy, your dad called me because he didn't want you to hear the news alone. And I'm so sorry, but... She had a heart attack at work this morning, and the ambulance didn't get there in time. And she's gone. I scream, and I begin yelling over and over again, no, not my mom, not my mom, not my mom. You see, because my mom is the kind of mom that all of us deserve to have. She's unconditional love and unconditional support, and she's always there for me. And I'm just a baby myself, and I'm pregnant, and all she wanted to be was a grandmother, not my mom. We fly to Oregon that night, and in the drive south from Portland, I somehow fall asleep. And I, I dream that we're just going home to my hometown for Thanksgiving. It's all okay. But I wake up, and I realize that that's not the case. And I lose it all over again in the car. And suddenly I hear my mom's voice. It's like she's in the car with us. And she says, Amy Renee, don't you dare name that baby after me. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? Mom? Like, over the course of the next two weeks, I do all of the things that you do when your loved one dies. I plan the service and I write the obituary and I order the flowers and I do all the things 
and I don't know how I do any of it because all I want to do is lay down and go to sleep and never wake up again. And I want to drink a glass, fuck. I want to drink a bottle of wine and I want to smoke a joint. I just want to relax, but I can't because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and after a couple of days, I realized that I haven't felt the baby move. And this is not okay because I'm five and a half months pregnant. And I tell my husband, and he calls the midwife, and she says, Amy, that baby is feeling everything that you're feeling. And she's hunkered down, and she's scared, just as scared as you are. And you've got to keep it together, Amy, because you're all she has. And I know how hard this must be, but you have to be a good mom because she needs you. That baby needs you. Four months later, after 26 hours of labor, our second daughter is born two weeks early on my mom's birthday. And everyone raves about what a miracle that is and what a blessing, and obviously my mom must have been part of it. But it's also a very stark and poignant reminder that my mom's not there, and I need her to be there with me. And no, we don't name her after my mom, because she told me not to, so we don't. A few weeks later, we're driving in the car, and an ambulance comes up behind me. And I pull over, like I'm legally bound to do. And the lights and the sirens just send me into a full-on meltdown. And I'm gasping for air, and I can't. I can't breathe and there's snot and tears and my toddler says from the back seat, mommy, what's wrong? And I, I say to her, oh, Abby, it's just that if only that ambulance had made it in time, you know? And I just hope that it makes it wherever it's going in time. And she reaches into the car seat next to her, and she grabs her baby sister's hand, and she says, Mommy, real life is hard. <laughs>